0: Hey y'all welcome to Southern Bells. Hey y'all it's Brittany and Beth. So we're glad that you could join in with us today to listen. Again if you're interested you can follow us on Facebook at Southern Bells Faith Food and Fitness and we hope that you enjoy today's episode. Hey friends, happy Sunday. So late getting to the podcast today. I apologize and it's just going to be me today. Um, Brittany, so welcome. Um, Beth is spending time with her family this weekend. They've had a birthday celebration and now she's just enjoying dinner. Um, We didn't record this morning because I was not available. Um, My family and I actually traveled to Old Bedford Village in Bedford, PA. They were having a reenactment this weekend, and um, part of our homeschooling, I really wanted to take the girls up to kind of experience that and to see what it was like um, back during the War of 1812. So that is what we did. We had a great day, and um, as I was preparing to talk about this a little bit, I wanted to bring this set of scriptures up. So if you turn in the book of Isaiah, chapter 54... Verses 13 says, Then all your children will be taught by the Lord. Their prosperity will be great. You will be established on a foundation of righteousness. You will be far from oppression. You will certainly not be afraid. You will be far from terror. It will certainly not come near you. If anyone attacks you, it is not from me whoever attacks you will fall before you look i have created the craftsman who blows on the charcoal fire and produces a weapon suitable for its task and i have created the destroyer to cause havoc no weapon formed against you will succeed and you will refute any accusation raised against you in court this is the heritage of the lord's servant and their vindication is from me this is the lord's declaration. How amazing is that? Like God is just promising us all of those things that are part of our heritage when we become Christians and believers in Christ. And I thought this was so fitting for today because some of the buildings up in the old village were the schoolroom, and they had an old octagon-shaped schoolroom, and obviously it was able to seat more students than the one-room schoolrooms that were um, primarily used in small Um, Like homesteading communities. So it was really great to see that and to show the girls that, you know, these were the textbooks that they used. And oftentimes that was the Bible and some early writings and books that they had um, that were easily accessible. Sometimes they were um, publications that had been passed down from generation to generation. So that was one thing we saw. And then as it talks about the blacksmith and his set of scriptures in verse 16, we also got to meet and talk with a blacksmith up there today. He's been working in that forge for 20 years, and he was talking about... um, how he was self-taught, how he had never really done anything like that before and kind of taught himself how to perfect it and which um, materials were better quality and which ones were harder to use, which ones were junk to use, um, the difference between uh, compounds and how alloys were different than pure steel and um, how that affected the Um, firing process and the quality of your craftsmanship following one thing about it the girls and I are not completely oblivious when it comes to things like that because there are a handful of shows that we actually watch on television mountain men is one of those and they do oftentimes talk about that and I used to like watching forged in fire where they would make their own weapons um knives axes um Things like that, so, swords. It was it was cool, and then we met with the um, reenactors that played the early soldiers during that time, and they were essentially talking about the small groups that they were um, in. They would go out in pairs. And the bayonets that they would use, and the muskets that used flint rather than a cap. So if you're unfamiliar with weaponry, if you're not um, familiar with muzzle loaders or a musket, there are different types. There are ones that obviously take the ball and the powder and the cloth, and then they will use flint, which is a piece of rock, flint rock, which would then. Um, smack into a firing plate that would ignite the powder to send the ball hurling, or you would use a cap, which was like the modern muskets have like a cap that hit a firing pin. And that's what causes the powder to ignite. Um, I'm actually familiar with the older weaponry because of my grandfather. So it was neat to, to have that discussion with them and, and to be able to talk with the girls and, and, you know, share some of our history that way. But what's, what's amazing is, um, in verse 17, it says that this is the heritage of the Lord's servants. Y'all, we are the Lord's servants. This is our heritage too. And God says that he will never leave us nor forsake us. He says that in verse 17, no weapons formed against us will prosper. Um, my sister-in-law used to love that verse. She used to, um, love that verse and she would share that verse and um on my facebook page i oftentimes will reshare what we call her sermon and we had that played at her funeral and her remembrance because essentially it was such an amazing message and it it was about the set of scriptures and she sang this song um in the upper room and um it's so important to hear the message that she shared. I'm I'm going to try to share and link that to this podcast if I'm able to. If not, please go to our Facebook pages. I will reshare it there. And then um, something else I wanted to just share with you all is that God reminds us that we're not to be afraid. Um, in this very same chapter, it says, do not be afraid for you will not be put to shame. Don't be humiliated for you not will, will not be disgraced. Sometimes we go through things where we feel completely desolate. We feel ashamed. We feel defeated. Um, he tells us in this set of scripture, um, we are whole. We are called to be his redeemed. He may have to um, not show the same compassion on us initially until we turn to him, but ultimately, like, he receives us with grace. And we're not going to be deserted or wounded or rejected because of our mistakes when we ask for forgiveness. Um, we're not to live ashamed. Sometimes the stress of life can get to us and things can start to bother us. And stress is one of the most deadly things, my sweet friends. Um, I was talking to someone this week and they had mentioned they have some things going on in their life and they just feel so stressed out and they feel so fatigued and they're having trouble daily with these feelings and um it was ironic because at the same time i was talking with this person um it was via text message so Um, I had saw someone else had sent me a message saying, you know, if you had to, it was like one of those chain things that said, if you had to preach a sermon based on the last text message that you sent, what would it say? And essentially the comment that I had made was, um, that we, um, we have to, Take it one day at a time. And I'll share with you exactly what mindset it said. Well, that's good. I know it's frustrating to feel like that daily. Keep your head up. Take it one day at a time. And that's simply what we have to do. We have to take things one day at a time. We have to try and slow down and listen to God and listen to what God's telling us. Um, The reenactors today were talking about the relays that they would do when they were in combat because their weaponry wouldn't fire quickly. They could fire off three rounds in a minute, which if any of you know anything about a muslet or a musket, it takes some time to pour the powder in, to get the ball in, to get the cloth in, and then use the ramrod to push the bullet down, have the firing cap or the flint ready, and then to be accurate and successful in your shot. So to be able to reload three times in one minute is pretty impressive. Um, so we were discussing that, but he was talking about how when they were in groups of two, or even when they were a unit, um, they, they were called the, I believe the 95th battalion. I apologize if I missed label them. I do apologize, but they, um, they would go often in groups of two, but there may be more in their platoon. And like, if one would fire the, then the other person would run ahead of them after the shot was fired, they would run ahead of them six paces and stop and be ready to fire and give their person coverage so that they could reload. And if they had to retreat, they would just simply do that relay in reverse. And it's just a reminder that y'all like life is better when we work as a team. If you are married or if you are in a relationship or even if you're not and you have significant closeness with family, you live with um, roommates, uh, you live with your parents, you know, in-laws, whatever it may be. Things go better when you work as a team. So if one member of your team is struggling, if you are down and out, if you are, you know, battling things daily and the other person on your team doesn't know, they can't cover your back. They can't help you out. So just remember that. And that's the same for them. If you notice that something seems off, call them out on it. Be like, hey, listen, I notice this is not like you. What, what's going on? Can we talk about this? Is there something that I could do to make this time a little easier for you? I'm totally guilty of this. I am one to really build and bottle things up and not really say what's really on my mind or really what's bothering me. And then I just take it for so long and then I just implode. And then that becomes an explosion outwardly where I end up just getting so frustrated because I'm not meeting that joy that I need to meet in my daily life. And things become so mundane that I fail to admit, hey, listen, This is what I need. I can't do everything on my own. And I feel like sometimes when we are a primary, whether that's a primary caretaker or if we are, you know, the strong person in the relationship holding down a household or helping fill in the gaps of someone else's household, we get tired too. And we just have to voice that and say, hey, listen, I I know that usually I can do all of the things and I can do all of the things fairly well, but right now I'm struggling and I just need a little bit of extra help to get through this time. And it might go a long way just to voice that. So... If you are struggling, my prayer is that you get the boost of confidence to voice your needs to others so that they can help you. You might find that they will be your saving grace. You know, God often reminds us that he has that outstretched hand when we reach out to him. But he also places people in our lives to help support and encourage us too. So, prayer requests for this week. Um, My girls have had a little bit of a fever. Like, Aisley was sick last weekend, so we didn't go to church. She just ran a fever a couple of days. Nothing else, really. Just a little bit of a sore throat. And then yesterday, Ryman had ran a little bit of a fever, but really didn't have any other symptoms but a sore throat either. So, um, not sure. I know... The smoke had been back in the area last week, and then there was, you know, pollen is crazy, and then the rains and the storms that have blown through, um, and it could just very well been a, a fast-moving virus. But anyway, I just want to pray for them and, you know, anyone that we may have come in contact with that that this virus doesn't continue to spread, and even if it does, that it's nothing that is um, harmful or detrimental to those that we have been around because, ultimately we try our best to do our part by washing our hands. If we're, if we're fevered, we never go out and about. Um, we stay home and try to stay hydrated and recuperated. And she hadn't had a fever in over 24 hours. That's why we went ahead and, you know, went to Bedford Village and it was all outside. So, um, despite the rain and the storms, we had umbrellas and it was still an amazing day and we were outside. So that hopefully helped in that situation um, Beth, I talked to her and she does not have any prayer report, re- prayer request, which is kind of a progress praise report, right? So whenever we don't have someone laid specifically on our mind to pray for, we can always pray for each other. Um, I do want to just continue to remember those that are dealing with mental illness. Um, those that are dealing with things like cancers and, um, depression right so and those of us like myself who've just kind of been in a funk this week I don't know what has been up with me but I have kind of had that same feeling that I was talking about today so I feel like this was as much for me as anybody as it's okay to lean on God and to lean on those in our lives when we're struggling um that's part of living, friends. That's part of living. So if you will, just join me and we'll just bow our hearts and our heads in prayer. God, we thank you for this day. Lord, we thank you for the blessings that you have given us. And God, we thank you that your word is encouragement to our hearts, Lord. We're thankful that your word does lift us up. And God, we're thankful that we're able to have those conversations with friends, Lord, where we might be that extra little boost that they need, that reminder that they are loved, they are appreciated, they are respected, they are forgiven. God, we're thankful that you do offer us that grace. And Lord, we're thankful that we can find grace in the ones that you put in our lives. Lord, we pray that you will just continue to be with our families, Lord God. Whatever we're facing this week, Lord, we're able to do it triumphantly. God, I pray that you'll just continue to help Beth with her studies, Lord Jesus. Continue to help her to have that clarity. God, we pray for her family, Lord, and you pray that special blessing over them, Lord, as they continue to bond and grow and strengthen all the life changes that are taking place, Lord God. We know that all things are special, and we're thankful for your timing. God, we pray for those that are dealing with mental illness, Lord God, for we know that those things can sometimes just be a confusion of the enemy. Lord, we pray that you will just rebuke what needs rebuking, Lord God, and we pray that your saving grace will just be a double-pointed anointing anointing oil upon those that need it right now, Lord, God, I pray that you will just be with those that have cancer, Lord Jesus. Pray that you will just give them the strength that they need to endure, Lord. That battle is yours and has already been won, Lord God, and we thank you and we praise you, Lord Jesus, for that. God, we pray for all of the babies that are in our life, Lord Jesus. We pray that you will just bless them from the ones that I work with professionally, Lord Jesus, to the ones that we know personally. God I pray that you'll just pour out your anointing upon them Lord pray that you will just use them in a mighty way in their family to bring forth your word Lord in your light because Lord God children are the joy of this world Lord we pray that you'll just continue to help us stay focused on you Lord and do what is pleasing to you God we thank you for your word Lord, we thank you for your presence, for your love, and for your compassion and your grace. Lord, we pray for traveling mercies for those that will be traveling, Lord God. Pray that you'll bless and be with them, Lord. And we thank you and we praise you in your son Jesus' name. Amen. Bye, y'all. Happy Sunday.